Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 12 minutes after 5 on this Tuesday morning, I'm detecting a theme here. Our, we had our old guy there who said like, it might be his last opening day. He said he was 80 and this could be his last one. Now, I don't believe that's true. That guy's Maybe he just ten. meant attending. Okay. That's yeah, I like hope I'm, that's what he meant. Right. Yeah, plenty more Getting in up you. here, right? I'll come on a Tuesday afternoon instead. Right. I don't need to do opening day necessarily. Okay. But I, you know, I was out there yesterday, Eric, talking with tailgaters, and I just I want to play you this interview that I did with a couple of day listeners of the show, mm-hmm. fans Great. of the program. Excellent. So <laughs> you'll pick up on the theme here. What's happening here today, Debbie? We are here for Larry's 45th Brewer Opener. Larry's Woo-hoo! 45th Brewer's Opener. Woo-hoo! You're looking good, Larry. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, go Brewers. <laughs> you feel good about this year? Yeah, I think. I you took think too I, long, Larry. I, no, I have to think. Okay. Yes. I, 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 We're liking the rookies, good. right? Yeah. Looking really good. Yes. So how, how about just being out here opening day? So oh, good. my gosh. And this weather, right? Oh, yeah. If they we don't have, usually get good weather, I don't think. If they had promised us this a couple of weeks ago, you'd have taken it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like all the new players. Yeah? Yeah. I, I think they're going to produce. And if they don't, they will next year. That's <laughs> right. Well, next year, yeah. Hey, I'm not on next year yet, Larry. <laughs> Can <laughs> I get opening day first? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying. saying. <laughs> like, yeah, it's opening day. These guys are playing good. But maybe next year. Like, it can't be maybe next year yet. It's the first game here at home. <laughs> See, it's the cautious optimism. That's right. how we roll. We got to be cautious about everything. I'll entertain maybe next year in September. <laughs> like, can we just have opening day, Larry? Can we celebrate today? And boy, they did. It was my goodness, quite a win yesterday. Every time you turned around, we were scoring again. Mm-hmm. A lot of fireworks inside American Family Field. Brandon Snide has them all coming up for you next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers open their doors at American Family Field for the first time this season on Monday afternoon. As the New York Mets were in town for opening day, the Brewers' offense entered the day without hitting a home run through their first three games until Brian Anderson came to the plate with one on in the fourth inning. 2-2. Anderson drives one to center. Backing up Nimmo. Warning track. It is gone for Anderson. 3 nothing Brewers on the first home run of the season for the Brew Crew. Jeff Levering with the call right here on WTMJ. That would help jumpstart the offense for the Brew Crew, putting them up 3 to nothing. That's going into the fifth inning as the bases were loaded. The score already at 6-0. to And rookie infielder Bryce Terrain welcomed the Mets to his show. Tommy Hunter. Deals again to right and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here! Gone! He just hit one out of here with the bases loaded. Bryce Terang, wow, with family sitting in on this one, just hit one out of here. Wow, indeed. Boat race. (laughs) As Terang led the offensive surge. For the Brewers, going two for three, he had a walk and batting in four runs there with the Grand Slam. Freddie Peralta did get the start for the Brewers, going six strong innings, allowing no runs and striking out seven on his way for victory number one on the season. After the game, manager Craig Council talking about his rookie's big moment and his big day 
in front of his home crowd. Yeah, I mean, that's I, for anybody, that's a little bit, you leave your body, you're out. It's not a body experience. You know, I'm, I'm sure when you tell him, he'll, he'll, he'll say his trip around the bases, you know, you don't feel, you don't remember it. You feel like you're walking on air. You have no idea where the ball went. That's, you know, you go a little blank there and you, and you try to soak it in, but I'm not sure you do because it's, it's pretty special. So it's an incredible feeling. His, his feeling around in the bases is an incredible feeling. Think of all of it. First homer, grand slam, opening day. That's a lot, that's a lot to check off on one swing. With the win, the Brewers improved to three in one on the season and they are back at it tonight. Wade Miley is slated to get the start. Against the Mets, Max Scherzer. First pitch is set for 640. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 605. And over to the NBA where the Milwaukee Bucks enter today with a two-game lead for the top spot in the Eastern Conference with only four games to go. They are back to work tonight in Washington to take on the, the Wizards. Head coach Mike Budenholzer knows the games will start to count for much more soon enough, and he's just excited to get a healthy Chris Middleton back in the flow. You know, I think one of the things that, you know, uh, his shot making from the mid-range is still elite, high level. His playmaking, his assist, uh, he's getting to the free throw line more. I think there's a lot of positives. And he's a great shooter. You don't forget how to shoot. So, you know, I'll give him, you know, a three ball anytime and and take that. So he's, to me, he's he's looking good. Tip-off for the Bucks and Wizards is all set for 6 p.m. tonight. You can catch full coverage over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, beginning at 5.30. And finally, over to College Hoops, where a champion in the men's college basketball championship has finally been crowned as UConn, really, from start to finish, dominates San Diego State for a final of 76-59 on their way to the program's fifth championship in school history. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Coming up, what else is on your ballot on this election day? 519 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I want to be elected. Elected. 522 on Wisconsin's Morning News. It is election day. Polls open at 7 a.m. today. Close at 8 p.m. tonight. Plenty of items of local concern on your ballot, depending on where you live today. And then four things we all across the great state of Wisconsin will see on our ballots. If we like something, if we don't, we can try to take a vote. Raise your hand or speak your mind. What is right? What is kind? There you go, boys and girls. We're going to go do some voting today. <laughs> Where's the race for state Supreme Court? Former Justice Dan Kelly versus Milwaukee County Judge Janet Protasiewicz. There are three other things that we'll all see. Uh, I'll get to the third if we have time, but most importantly are the two referendum questions about bail reform that would amend the state's constitution. Now, those questions are binding. So if the yes vote carries the day, state's constitution will be amended, the preceding legislative steps having already occurred. So both questions are designed to expand a judge's ability in Wisconsin to impose larger cash bail to keep potentially dangerous offenders locked up as opposed to released on bail awaiting trial. I spoke with one of the co-authors of the legislation, State Representative Sandy, uh, Sandy Duco of Delafield, about the questions. We've heard from judges, well, I'm hamstrung by the law. I don't get to incorporate in my decision things like, is this person going to reoffend? Things like a past criminal history. This is only about, according to the law, about whether or not I can compel this person to reappear in court. And this changes that. Hey, I've been working on this since uh, 2017. 
and everybody I talk to says to me, you don't already do this? They think it's crazy. A judge should have all of the tools at their disposal. They should know your past criminal convictions. They should be able to take into account how dangerous you are to society when setting bail. Talking with State Representative Cindy Duco of Lake Country. So, Representative Duco, the concern that you sometimes hear from advocates of those who are accused is, well, this is a person who hasn't actually been convicted of a crime. They haven't gone through their full due process. So bail ought be not about anything else other than whether or not they come and reappear in court. Well, I think the biggest job as elected officials is to make sure our community is safe. And I think we learned that with Daryl Brooks. There's a man who was a repeat domestic abuser. He ran over his girlfriend several days prior to the Waukesha parade, and he gets out on $1,000. You can turn on the TV any day of the week, and you can see something happen in Milwaukee. There, Someone was run over by a car. We had a five-year-old shot, a two-year-old shot. And when you look, they all have a past criminal history. That's State Representative Cindy Duco there. Those opposed to the amendment also argue racial and economic disparities as a concern. In fairness to that argument, it's like that creep in South Carolina, Murdoch, who or Murdoch, or whatever we're calling him, uh, murdered his wife and kid. Convict. Right. Has the ability to bail himself out while the process proceeds, but a poor person who may be wrongly accused is stuck in jail for however long awaiting trial. That's the counter-argument. So the questions before you, a yes vote on the questions, mean you want judges to be able to consider more things like criminal history, likelihood of reoffending, potential danger to the community when they set cash bail. A no vote is you want cash bail to remain legally anyway, simply an equation as to whether or not it will compel the accused to show back up for court. Both of those issues on your ballot today. The spring general election in Wisconsin again. Polls open at 7 a.m. They close tonight at 8 p.m. Let's vote. Come with me. Let's vote officially. Let's vote to make the world a lot better. Five forty-three on Wisconsin's Morning News on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Good morning. Now, if she saves the cassette and send it to Vinny, <laughs> I know Pancake can make that into a Friday special. <laughs> that would be that would be remarkable if she saved it. I really should DM her and ask her, but like that is also I'm kind sure of embarrassing. She didn't save it. That'd be embarrassing to ask. Like, when, who am I to think that she would save that? Like, who, <laughs> hey, do you happen to save the tape of me saying something awesome? I was actually relieved, right? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Does uh, she? Are, when's the last time you had contact with her? Oh, it's been since our twenties, so probably you know, fifteen years or so, a little bit longer than how that, long was the years. relationship? This is a high school thing, and just a I don't know. Well, I mean, some people date for a year four, plus in high school. I don't school, know, four so. or five months, something like that. Okay, fine. but then like we like we remain friends, and I you know. did you did you was that included in the message that you wanted to stay friends? <laughs> no. Did you tell her that you always no. saw her as more of a friend? Actually, and you were missing her as a. I'm missing our friendship. Uh, we I we uh, if I recall correctly, we were we were not on the same page recently, and like we're going back and forth. So then I called her back, and she didn't happen to answer. I'm like, look, I I I think you know. That this is we gotta we gotta be done with this. We're done. Yeah, I wasn't rude about it, <laughs> <laughs> but I was also seventeen and stupid. Of like course. I was a stupid, stupid kid, and she made fun of me for it. Yeah. And like I, she's always a very, uh, very bright, strong, 
uh, teenager at the time and now nice young woman. Nice middle-aged woman like me. <laughs> middle-aged guy. Too much I don't know what I'm woman? saying I don't know what I'm trying to say. What's her first name? <laughs> Carrie. Carrie. Carrie Jacobson. Hey, Carrie, it's Eric. <laughs> I just, I can't all day. It's going to be stuck in here. We got to get to sports. Brandon's got that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Quarterback watch in Green Bay and, well, I guess, New York for that matter continues on. And according to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, the trade involving the four-time MVP and Aaron Rodgers, well, it could be in the final stages of finally being complete. So I talked to somebody involved in the process and was told that there is a lull in the action right now because both sides know that Aaron Rodgers isn't doing a dang thing football-related right now or leading into the draft. So the draft is sort of the inflection point for this. Not that it can't happen soon, but there's not a lot of pressure as far as deadlines. And the a lot of this trade has worked out already. It remains done. It's just that there needs to be something to push it over the finish line. That might be not only the draft compensation, much of which has been discussed by the two sides, but the protections with those draft picks. So, because I was hearing even originally back in like January when this was first discussed, early February, that Rogers' threat of retirement was going to be a factor. Like, if he's only going to play one year, that greatly affects the draft compensation. So, the Jets want to be protected from that. They've made that pretty clear. Their first issue was the money, the $58 million. I believe that's been worked out to a point. For me, it's more the draft compensation based on what I know now. And, and I don't think it's going to be a first-round pick, but it's going to have to be multiple high picks. Green Bay's off-season program begins on April 17th and the NFL Draft, which some are saying could be the deadline or so for a trade, that begins on April 27th. Over to the Diamond, where the Milwaukee Brewers open their doors at American Family Field for the first time in 2023. The parking lots, they were full. The beers, they were ice cold. And the Brewers' offense was red hot. Tommy Hunter deals again to The always insightful and wonderful Bob Euchre on the call right here on WTMJ. Terrain with his first career home run, his first career grand slam all in one swing. That would help the offense uh, of charge for the Brewers, scoring seven runs in the fifth inning on their way to a opening day 10 to nothing victory in front of a sellout crowd over the New York Mets. Terrain, after the game, asked if he remembered what even happened following a monumental career moment. Not much of it, but I had uh... a... Just remember hitting home and just excited that, you know, our lead grew and uh, our chances of winning went up. Just trying to produce for the team. And not to be overlooked, but Freddie Peralta did get the start and the win for the Brewers, going six strong innings, allowing no runs and striking out seven on his way for victory number one on the season. Yeah, I mean, Freddie pitched wonderfully today. Um, just, you know, very good lineup, very good offense, and he, and he just controlled it the whole time. You know that we've seen, we've seen Freddie, where it's just it's hard to it's hard to get hits against him, and, and that's that's what it looked like today. That's what the stuff looked like. So the fastball beaten guys, slider had good sweep to it that caused the right handers trouble, and so you know, it was it's a great performance. And obviously, you know we we know what Freddie's capable of, and um, that, that first start, um, you know, that looks that looks pretty similar to what we saw in twenty one. With the win, the Brewers improved to three and one on their season. They are back at it tonight. Wade Miley is slated to get the start. Against the Mets, Max Scherzer. First pitch is set for 640. You can catch full coverage right here 
on WTMJ beginning at 6.05. Coming up, these are your lunar flyby astronauts. Signing Unlimited, WTMJ News Time, 10 to 6. At 5.53, NASA announced the four astronauts who will do a lunar flyby coming up, what, next year, Eric? Is that yes. Uh, it might even be November. Of this year, yeah. No, it'll be next November because it's 2024. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. 24. Yes. All so right. these astronauts will, this is uh, part of the Artemis mission. This is the second um, actual event in mm. that mission where they're not going to land on the moon, they're but they're going to go fly the moon, by. But not really going to the moon. They're going near the moon. So they made the announcement yesterday. And by announcement, like, <laughs> it was a thing. It was a thing. So do you remember, um, you know, Bill Nelson? NASA administrator. Yeah, he's the guy that, that he's in brought charge. us. He brought us this bullseye. He's yeah. that guy. You know, he's that's very that dramatic guy. or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was the one that came out there and, and and got everyone fired up yesterday for this big announcement to the moon, to Mars, and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they had everyone come out. All of a sudden, that all these astronauts came out. We're and, part of the program. Yeah, and they all cheered them on. They're all shaking hands, hugging Bill Nelson and others or whatnot. And then they're like, okay, well, we're going to name who the four are. Your Artemis II crew members are already here in the room with you. Whoa! <laughs> they're in there. So then what he did was he brought out a bunch of moon rocks and acted like they were roses and gave them to four of the astronauts <laughs> and said, here's a moon rock. Like You're going the to bachelor? The <laughs> No, that you get not, a moon rock. That did bash not, him over the head with the bouquet. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't quite like that, but they made a big deal about each and every one of them. She's an engineer who got her start at Goddard and is no stranger to breaking records, logging the longest continuous space flight ever by a woman. Your mission specialist, Christina Hammett Koch. Yeah. She comes and she so emerges she, from the crowd. Yeah, she's shaking hands with her with her fellow compadres who are all standing there. She comes up on the stage. There's like slow motion panning shots of her on the stage. Everyone's celebrating. She's high-fiving Bill Nelson. She's uh, making peace signs to everybody. She's throwing roses. No. That part she didn't. Which 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 part was not true? The roses. <laughs> the peace signs. The peace the, signs was also not true. But then he did that with each and every one of them. Jeremy Hansen. Yeah. Come on. Down. Come on. <laughs> You're the next astronaut. He did that one time. But they knew, right? This wasn't. Your that. Artemis II pilot, Victor Glover. Yeah, yeah it's all surprised. <laughs> Me? Oh, really? Oh. They knew. He was, they gave him a bouquet of flowers. They put a crown on his head. <laughs> a crown. <laughs> kind of like Miss America. And then finally. Reed Wiseman. Yeah, last one. And they all celebrate. So, so like The Bachelor, the rest of them pretended to be happy about it, although later were sniping about those who were picked. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> no, they, okay, just for a moment, please, this is true. They, they all knew who was chosen. They knew a couple of days ago. They the, had taken yeah, mission yes. pictures with these four already. <laughs> Stop so. ruining my fun. <laughs> but I like where you were going with it. What if not? Yeah, they just all go out there. Who will it be? And then after for the show, they do the one-on-one interviews. And I'm like, I can't believe Eric got it. (laughs) He he barely even wants to be here. 
I was with Eric in the elevator yesterday, <laughs> yeah. and all he could do was whine and moan about how bad it is here at NASA. See, that would have been now so he's much going better. And then if there's, like, romantic interludes with some of them, like, some weird, like, you know, issues with two of them who used to date right. but don't date anymore, that would have made this so much more interesting. Right, because it's not interesting enough <laughs> that we're sending four people back to the moon. No, not to the moon. Near the, the moon. Bullseye. <laughs> it is 5.58 on Wisconsin's morning news.